This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We will take your calls on any subject immediately after. The Other Side of Midnight presents... I must give a commendation to Yale University. Uh, They're doing something very important here. They are taking their most popular class and making it available for free for teenagers. What is their most popular class? It's all about happiness. And uh, Lori Santos is a psychology professor at Yale, and this is their most popular course, and it's the science of well-being for teens. It was developed to address rising rates of anxiety, depression, and suicide rates for children between 9th and 12th grade. And you can now, if you're a teenager, see these lectures for free. And this is such an important class for teens to see. And so I am commending not only Yale, but Lori Santos for doing this. Lesson number one, she preaches in one of the course's pre-recorded lectures Our brains lie to us about what makes us happy. So important. So important. She told CNBC, this is a quote, For adults, this may mean pursuing money or success at work. And for teens, this might mean focusing on the perfect grades and getting into the best colleges. The problem isn't that we're not putting work into feeling better. It's that we're doing the wrong things, prioritizing the wrong behaviors. That's so important. And look, um, I know some people criticize that I have Jeffrey Gurian on the show so often because some of what he says is repetitive. And maybe that's a fair criticism. But the reason I do is because he's the only real expert when it comes to happiness that I know. And this is such an important thing. People are putting the wrong energies into this. And maybe we can have Lori Santos on this show because I think what she is doing and I think what Yale is doing in making this course available for free for people is just so important, and uh, I I give them both a great deal of credit. I must also commend Lynn Cressy. Lynn Cressy is a barber in Maine, and she is giving haircuts away for free to people who can't pay. So for anyone short a few bucks in Brunswick, Maine, you can go to a little off-the-top barber shop and uh, Lynn Cressy will make sure that this doesn't turn into a hairy situation. The sign in the front of her barbershop says, I'll work with you. In September, she added a note to the sign beneath the hair and beard cut prices. It said, if this creates a hardship for you, please let me know. Nobody will be turned away for lack of ability to pay. I think this is great. Her customers, many of whom are retired or military, come from all sorts of situations that might be on fixed incomes, out of work, disabled, or simply going through a rough patch. You know, we've talked to David in the Bronx, formerly David in Huntington. We talked to John out on Long Island. Those are both guys that have uh, hit upon some bad luck. If they lived in Maine, they could get haircuts for free. And I think that's great. I think that's a wonderful thing, a great way to give back. I also uh, love 
what the students at one Tennessee school are doing. The students at Hendersonville High School are building, are creating a robotic hand for their new classmate. This is wonderful. Starting at a new school this year, 15-year-old Sergio Peralta had all the typical teenage reasons to be nervous. He was also trying to keep a secret. A hand that was not fully formed. So in the first days of school, he said, I honestly felt like hiding my hand, like nobody would ever find out. Instead, a teacher at his school learned about a secret and assigned his engineering class a project, build Sergio a hand. Sergio was born with a right hand that didn't fully form, and he'd become used to it. He learned to write with his left hand, and he said he could get by with nearly everything else, figuring out techniques for basic tasks like carrying his water bottle from class to class. But this suggestion from his classmates at his school came as a very happy surprise, and they ended up offering it to him. They said, we could build your prosthetic hand, and he never expected it. So Jeff Wilkins' class, Engineering, Design, and Development, they were designed to take the theoretical and turned it into reality. And now Sergio's robotic hand is a testament to the students that they have there at Henderson, Hendersonville High School who care about each other and the program that Jeff Wilkins has built. So this small class of students spent four weeks designing, 3D printing, and sizing this prototype of Sergio's hand. And after a month of work, they put his hand to test with a game of catch a hobby that he never dreamed of playing. And after living without a hand for 15 years, they actually offered this hand. I mean, in the words of Sergio, this changed his life. And it's all due to this one teacher, Jeff Wilkins, and his students. And the best part about this, and the, the part that almost I, I almost get weepy talking about this, or you know, thinking about this, is the students said... They became friends in the process, which is something that may not have happened had they not uh, embarked on this project and offered him this robotic hand. I think it's really just such a a beautiful story and a big shout out not only to the students here, but to our listeners listening on WUCT in uh, in Nashville. Uh, It's a great state. Great state. Tennessee is. Um, Commendation to all those students. I also want to give a commendation to Josiah Vargas. You know who Josiah Vargas is? He's a better man than I am. I don't know that I would behave this way. Well, you know why I wouldn't be in this position? Because I don't go to McDonald's. But if I did go to McDonald's, I don't think I would behave this way. I'd like to think that I would, but I don't know. Listen to this. This is a genuine Good Samaritan. He went to a McDonald's in Indiana, and he received much more than he ordered. So he basically... He ordered a sausage McMuffin with egg from the drive-thru. And when he looked inside the bag the worker handed him, he found their deposit. After showing some of the contents of the bag on this TikTok video that he made, there was not there was stacks of bills and change assorted in individual Ziploc bags. They handed him five thousand dollars in cash. Instead of his breakfast sandwich. So he took to TikTok to share his discovery. 
knowing that he could easily take the money and leave the McDonald's workers in quite a bind. You know what he did? He went back to McDonald's and returned it right away. Good for him. That's a good man and a good Samaritan. Wonderful. Uh, I give accommodation to Josiah Vargas. I must also give a commendation uh, to one of my coworkers here at the Red Apple Audio Network and someone that's really been integral to the success and the growth of this show uh, over the course of the last uh, two and a half years. And that is Jennifer Grodd, who wears a lot of hats at our radio station and our radio network. She is the guest booker, not just for me, but for all the shows here. And she has been able to deliver as a guest booker, the kind of guests that I never dreamed of interviewing. And uh, she's also such a good sport about it. And she's also just such a nice person. But she's also a board op. She also does regular reports on James Golden's show. She does um, news reports from time to time and entertainment reports. She does everything. Uh, and she edits audio. She's been a phone screener here. She's really a, an incredible radio talent. I'll, remember, I'll never forget the first time I interviewed Steve Gutenberg. Uh, he said to me, off air, says, you know, this Jennifer you got here is really going to be something incredible. And I said, she already is. Because you need to only interact with Jennifer Grodd once. And you immediately are struck by the fact that she's not only very competent and very good at her job, but a very nice person. And a lot of times those com- those combinations don't always go hand in hand. There are a lot of people that are very good at their job and not such nice people. A lot of people that are very nice people, but they're not so good at their job. Uh, Jennifer is aces in both categories. Well, Friday night, I was going to my brother's and dinner, uh, uh, my brother's for for dinner in Brooklyn, and I got a uh, what I, for selfish reasons was a very disturbing phone call, and she told me that. Um, she w- had gotten another job and was leaving. And uh, she, I think this is her last week, and uh, I don't know where she's going to be working. I think it's in television somewhere. But I'm happy for her because I'm sure she's getting a big raise, and, I'm, and she certainly deserves to make a lot of money because she's a great broadcast professional and a broadcast talent. But really, I have to tell you, I'm incredibly sad uh, because she's really become a member of our family. Other than um, Matt... Kenneth and uh, what's his name? Alex, I think, who works here. Um, she has really done the most for our show, of uh, other than John Katsimatidis, of anybody that works here. And uh, we're really going to miss her and hope. I mean, I was going to say she has big shoes to fill, but you can't fill her shoes. She is incredible, an incredible person. And I'm going to really miss her. And uh, for a job well done, not only for our show, but for all the shows. I'm giving Jennifer Grodd a sincere commendation. I must also give a commendation to the YouTuber, Mr. Beast. I have to tell you, I had never heard of Mr. Beast, but apparently he's a big deal on YouTube. There's all these people that are huge stars on YouTube, and I have no idea who any of them are. Mr. Beast is one of these guys. And uh, he's a 24-year-old whose real name is Jimmy Donaldson. And he is one of the highest earning creators on YouTube with a record-breaking 131 million subscribers. By the way, if you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, I think it's uh, I think you just search Frank Morano or Morano Vision and hit the subscribe button. 
and hopefully we'll get to 131 million. I think we have about 131 at the time, at the time of this broadcast. So this guy, he paid for 1,000 people with blindness and low vision to get cataract surgery. And he, he made a video about it. And when I read about this, I thought, one, I think, I think that's terrible that if people don't have the money, they can't get surgery that's going to help them um, see. You would think that that might be the kind of thing that everybody might be entitled to, but okay. In the way that we do healthcare, fine. That's not the way we do it. This guy paid for a thousand people to see. Now, that is incredibly admirable. And I know that a big part of the reason was he wanted attention and he wanted to be talked about and he wanted uh, to make a video that a lot of people would see. And lo and behold, he is being criticized like crazy. People are calling this demonic. People are saying that um, this is, one person expressed her shock um, that, Mr., that Mr. Beast would do this. Uh, I mean, if you watch these videos, it's incredible. One woman screamed and fell to the ground. He ma- another fella, Mr. Beast made sure a man's son was the first thing he saw after the operation. The YouTuber sub- surprised another guy who said he'd missed driving after his vision became blurry with a new Tesla. This is incredible. And yet, people are killing him over this. They're accusing him of using disabled people and people with low incomes to generate views and likening his video to charity porn. Charity porn. Another fella, there's something so demonic about this, and I can't even articulate what it is. Another person, Mr. Beast has been making exploitive content for a while now. He uses vulnerable and desperate people for content. Doesn't make him a good person for making that happen. What planet are these people on? Let me tell you something. David from the Bronx, who's blind, if somebody said to him, hey, you know what, you can have your sight back again as long as I can make a YouTube video about it, what do you think he'd say? John from Long Island, who's trying to get $2,000 for a holistic healer, if if somebody said to him, you know, we're going to pay for your medical bills for this holistic healer as long as I get to make this YouTube video about it and get publicity, what do you think he'd say? God bless Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is filling a gap that our um, money-only healthcare system, which if you don't have the right insurance, tells you essentially to go scratch. Mr. Beast should be commended, not just by me, but by everybody. Certainly not called demonic. When someone does a good deed, and this is a good deed any way you calculate it, helping a thousand people to see... Getting a 1,000 people the kind of surgery which will change their life for the better that they wouldn't otherwise be able to afford? I don't care why you're doing it. Whether you're doing When you do something good in my book, whether you're doing it because you're motivated by altruism or whether you're doing it because you're motivated entirely by narcissism and self-interest, I don't care at all. And I suspect that 1,000 people that can now see and this guy that got to see his son for the first time I suspect that they don't care either. We should reward deeds, not motivation, uh, when it comes to committing crimes or doing good deeds. This, to me, I I think is wonderful. And I am giving Mr. Beast a 
full-throated commendation. And for these people that are out there criticizing this, they should go suck an egg. Let me give a commendation to Delta. Delta Airlines. Yes, Delta Airlines is now going to be launching free in-flight Wi-Fi. I love this. This is great news. I uh, recently, I have to go to a bachelor party in Atlanta in uh, April. And I think uh, I made the decision to book my flight on Delta Airlines solely for this reason, for the free Wi-Fi. I love to sleep on airplanes, but when I'm awake, I would enjoy some free Wi-Fi. I think it's terrible that airlines, with the exception of, I think, JetBlue, don't offer the free Wi-Fi. Good for you, Delta Airlines. Happy for you. I must also give a commendation to Shohei Otani. If you're a, a fan, if you're alive right now, you should really be paying attention to Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is a once-in-a-generation superstar. Essentially, you know how maybe when you were a kid, you might have asked your father or your grandfather or your uncle, hey, did you ever get to see Babe Ruth play? 40, 50 years from now, people will be asking folks that are alive right now, did you see Shohei Otani play? Imagine being one of the best pitchers in baseball and one of the best hitters in baseball. And that's what you have with Shohei Otani. And that's one of the reasons um, that I'm commending him. Because brands are recognizing that he is a once-in-a-generation, not once-in-a-generation, once-in-a-lifetime player. He is now the number one endorsement king in baseball. The 28-year-old Japanese sensation just signed a multi-year footwear and apparel deal with New Balance. And he ended his partnership with the other shoe company that he was with. His first campaign will be for a limited edition cleat in the same style as New Balance's classic 574 sneaker. Otani's unique brilliance and global appeal have made him the most marketable star in the history of Major League Baseball. He has, last year, he had 17 brand endorsements. That shattered the record for most in a single season. Just to give you some perspective, Aaron Judge, who's hitting home runs like crazy, he had 13 in 2021. Those endorsements, these Otani endorsements, these 17 brands, earned him $20 million. That's more than three times as the next highest off-field earner. And his team is benefiting as well. 22 Japanese brands paid for signs at Angel Stadium last season. Those endorsements, I'm sure, will pale in comparison to Otani's next contract, some people believe he could be the first person to reach to achieve a $500 million deal when he becomes a free agent next year. I, if, the, if the Mets had the opportunity to sign him, they should offer him a billion dollars. But um, I like to see this because so often you hear about nice guys finishing last and people that don't earn what don't deserve what they're getting. And in the case of Shohei Otani. It's great to see that uh, brands are recognizing, both in the United States and in Japan, his incredible once-in-a-lifetime prowess. So, Shohei Atani, I do commend you. I must also commend a gentleman that I've been critical of from time to time, and that is the mayor of Atlantic City, Marty Small Sr. So, Marty Small Sr. Um, saved the life 
of a 78-year-old Philadelphia woman. So um, there was this woman by the name of Susan Seagal Bonavitacala. And uh, this is what the mayor wrote on Instagram. So Sunday at the Eagles game, and she's basically corroborated this, I I did a thing. As everyone entered the stadium, it was really a dangerous situation that had everyone stuck. And I saw an older lady and her husband in distress. Now, this was an athlete. Marty Small played basketball at Stockton University, but not football. And he did his best blocking, and he said he told Seagal Bonavitacola and her husband to hold on tight to me and don't let go. And they navigated through the crowd, and he yelled at the top of his young lungs, move out of the way, I have an older lady with me. And it took 15 minutes to break away, but, but they made it through. So this woman said in an interview that the mayor of Atlantic City was her angel. This is a five foot two woman, 78 years old, with a hip replacement. And she said the crush of people at the top of the escalator made her fear for her life. She had purchased a parking pass where the mayor was tailgating. And she wasn't expecting it to be a tailgate lot. And uh, this was at the Eagles game. And she said that she got pushed up against the mayor's chest and he then took charge. He's a six foot five guy. He's a big guy. So um, it's uh, really a nice thing. He, she said, I'm, quote, I'm telling you, I was so scared. I really thought something really bad was about to happen. She said she asked him who he was and that when they were finally clear of the crush, he said, well, I'm the mayor of Atlantic City. I said, you're my hero. I hugged him and I kissed him, and we both said, go birds. So uh, she contacted the mayor's office a few days later, later, and the mayor was greeted with a cookie tray and a note of thanks. Dear Mayor Small, thank you for saving my life at the Eagles game. I wouldn't be here if you hadn't stepped in. Bottom line, the mayor said, is always be helpful to people. That's nice. So this is a woman that almost got crushed (laughs) at this Eagles game. And then finally, I will commend uh, all of the Grammy winners. Last night was the Grammys. I didn't watch any of it, but uh, it's tough to win a Grammy. So uh, Harry Styles, uh, Samara Joy, uh, Lizzo with her song About Damn Time, Bonnie Raitt with the song Just Like That, uh, Adele, Easy On Me, Beyonce Knowles for Renaissance, Kendrick Lamar, Bad Bunny, and uh, everyone else that won. Willie Nelson, who won for Best Country Album. Uh, all everyone else that won, uh, Harry Styles and Beyonce, they won multiple awards. Commendation to everybody involved. All right. Uh, with a, if you have a comment on anybody I have commended, be my guest. 800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. open lines. We'll take your call straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 